here. Woo! That was us uh, marking where it's going to be cut, and Jesse's going to do it again. And uh, woo! <laughs> Mostly, just I'm just going to be ripping the headphones off my head at that point. I'm sleepy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse, and I'm Shane, and we're their two dads. This is a service brought to you by us. From our office. I had something clever there, but it didn't quite work out very well. No? No. So, um, to kick things off, we have a couple of housekeeping notes. Um, one, unfortunately, Katie Couric has not responded to our uh, request for funding, um, but that's okay, because... Uh, She's such a lovely person. She she is a lovely person. She's very busy, and I'm sure that that she's getting pitched ideas to all the time. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So we've moved off of Katie Couric, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll let you know who our next uh, celebrity that we're targeting for funds is next. My vote is actually uh, a duo. A duo. Oh, please share. Uh, the Vlog Brothers. No, we can't ask them for money. They they have too much stuff going on. Are we're you not, kidding? We're not important enough for the vlog brothers. Katie Couric, maybe, but not not Hank and John Green. No. Though, if you're listening, we would welcome your feedback. Um, which would basically be get off the airwaves. Probably. <laughs> not that we're on airwaves. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Woo! <laughs> um, uh, there's also a note of correction. Um, the uh, at about six minutes into the zeroth episode, we said. We don't have a theme song yet. Maybe we'll have one eventually. But uh, we played a theme song for you at the beginning of that episode. So obviously we are dirty, rotten liars. Yep. And keen observers will note that we recorded it ourselves. So it's going to be updated. We know. We, we threw Just, it in very quickly. I was uh, I was trying to uh, accompany Jesse, like, deftly. Um, I, and I, after the fact, I, we weren't yeah, even playing at the same time. Well, that's why I said definitely. Like I couldn't hear what you were oh, saying. Yeah. Um, I just had Jesse kind of counting in front of me, trying to play, and I think my first note on each take was very hesitant and it, just skip past the theme song every time you hear it. Essentially, mm-hmm. in fact, you might just want to skip past the whole podcast. We're not that good at this yet. Not yet, but we're we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, this is episode one. Welcome. Thank you for uh, checking back in with us. For those of you not on the non-existent video feed, Shane did do a quite amazing hand gesture there. I did. It was really super impressive, and I wish you could have been here to see it. Yeah, it it was great. So, um, you may or may not have noticed, uh, we are unintentionally using a very kind of um, uh, scientific numbering method in calling last episode episode zero but there was mm-hmm, a reason mm-hmm. for that it wasn't a real episode this is a real episode this is episode one the phantom menace yes yes um no i really shouldn't make those phantom menace jokes anymore some people really enjoyed that movie i actually kind of enjoy that movie yeah i enjoyed it as a as a separate entity from the rest of the star wars franchises things we had to deal with when we got married no it, it wasn't it wasn't a terrible movie it wasn't terrible I pod mean, racing was interesting i mean i to be fair there <laughs> i i'm probably going to receive a lot of hate mail from this but like i said I, I i enjoy the the movies one two and three when they're not approached as star wars movies but mm-hmm. this is not a star wars movie podcast thing stuff yeah, very yeah i was about to get into a whole story about that and that yeah. has nothing to do with um whatever it is we're here to talk about what are we here to talk about children no no that's not it <laughs> so the foster parenting and adoption process foster and adoption process yeah yeah um 
I guess really what we wanted to start out with this time was uh, what the process has been like for us mm-hmm. up to this point. Yeah, we've been at this now two months. That's yeah, that's what I thought. Two months. Um, and that's actually just of the classes. That doesn't include going to um, support group meetings or talking to people, figuring out the how to even start the process. But mm-hmm. that could be a whole different episode so so um i think a quick like just bullet point breakdown of what we've done so far so we um we we panicked we had existential crises Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and then we decided to uh to move into foster and adoption you forgot that we neatly sidestepped the identity crisis issues we did um there (laughs) We joke, but yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, uh, so Who are we? Are we parents? Do we have parent material? Can we handle this? You know, yeah. we, I, I, I think, I think I realize I'm, I'm stepping off topic. We'll come back to those bullet points in a second. But I think that I really realized that um, I was going to do okay with this parenting thing. Is when, and and this sounds horrible. You know, Department of uh, Social Services and Children and Families or whatever it is in North Carolina. Um, please don't like come and arrest me when I say this, but I realized that I could be a parent when I was using parenting skills on our dogs yeah. and, and it was working. <laughs> well, even our licensing specialists admit, said, Hey, people do that. And that cool. Go but, for it. You know? So yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> licensing so, specialists, what are those episode three or, or 16 or, or, you know, episode pie two. Tau. Tau is better. Tau is better. Hey, Tau, if you're listening. We have a friend <laughs> named Tau. Anyway, um, that's going to get cut out. That doesn't make sense. That's we, a non sequitur. Yeah, we, we, we divulge. Di- not divulge. Anyway, but I like most of that. Anyway, yeah. stepping back in. Let's get back to our bullet points then. So uh, we we figured out that we did want to go into this process. We um, actually joined a support group first. That part is completely and utterly not mandatory. Um, no. I can say as, as two people who, I mean, I've only been to two, uh, support group meetings. Jesse's been to three because I was sick for one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the most amazing resource that we've had. Well, if you count the cookout, we did, we have a total of four under our belts, but that's a different, yeah, that, we that's, digress. Yeah. That, that's not an official thing. So we definitely recommend getting in with support group and it doesn't have to be before you start the process. We actually spoke to one family just this evening mm-hmm. who said, you know, they went to one of the, um, I guess like open house nights for the, the support group. They called it an info session. Right. Um, I didn't want to use that word though, because we're going to call something else an info session in a couple minutes. I think a lot of things are going to have info sessions in this. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah. So um, listeners at home, when you hear us mention info center uh, or info session, use your context clues and figure out what it is we're talking about. Cause we're not going to specify. Um, anyway, they went to one of the, the info sessions for the support group and they decided that they were going to wait until they had been in the classes for a while and really got the ball rolling before before they joined mm-hmm. in that's awesome that's great that's cool we did the opposite and a quick plug for um I, I know it's a totally different topic for probably another episode but a quick plug for uh the support group you could probably get this from an agency or something else as well but we had a lot of questions we knew we wanted kids we didn't know if we could even legally foster in north carolina we went to one of one just meeting of the support group and afterwards we were able to talk to people and say can we can't we like what should we expect here and we were able to get the facts about fostering in our situation and adopting in our situation that we could do it and that's when we were like okay let's move the ball yeah 
Um, so we talked to, and actually we decided on our particular foster agency, mm-hmm. um, by going to, uh, the support group and they, they really actually, they talked to us about the pros and cons of several different mm-hmm. agencies, um, including two that we had been considering. And, uh, we kind of went back after that and, and did our own homework and research and, mm-hmm. Uh, meditation and thoughtful consideration and we decided on the agency that we picked um that uh we do not currently have their permission to mention their names so again this is going back to the anonymity uh that we discussed in that first episode Mm -hmm. that that's going to stay there um we contacted that agency um Mm -hmm. and they told us we have an info session coming up you should come out and see we went to the info session. They handed us a bunch of material. Um, that was the first time we heard the words mutual selection, which is another topic we'll get into. Right. Um, essentially, just a quick rundown for that. That's uh, you are, as you're going through the licensing process, deciding whether you want to work with that agency or not. And at any time, you can step back and say, guys, this isn't for me. And that's okay. Um, the mutual part there being that they're doing the same for you. They're saying, is this someone we can work with? Do they seem like they have the skills, the stability, yada, 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 mm-hmm. for us to say, yes, we want to license them and send children to their home. Mm-hmm. Um, after that info session, we kind of sat and waited. Mm-hmm. Um, they they get to meet you and they talk to you a little bit during the info session and you fill out some basic paperwork. Very, very basic. I thought it was intense at the time. It's not. (laughs) It really was not. Um, After you turn that paperwork in and after they've talked to you, um, the way our particular agency worked it, uh, they would reach out to you and and invite you to come to the the licensing classes. Mm -hmm. Um, So we went through all of that. We're now in the licensing classes. We are... Uh, we're actually starting this podcast eight weeks into the classes. That's mm-hmm. out of, uh, I think, 15 weeks or 13 weeks. No, it's not eight weeks. We've had eight classes, so it's actually four weeks. It's, right. Okay, sorry. So it's yeah. four weeks. Because there are two per week. Two per week. Um, and there are some weekend classes in there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so our life right now is kind of... We come home from work, we look at the huge pile of stuff that has to be done in the house, we panic for a while, and that, then... That's a- very important. After the panic has subsided for that day, we look at the clock, and it's about 10.30. We uh, do what we can to finish one of the forms of paper they give us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, we, we do have forms that we have to fill out after each class. Yes. Um, we, we work really hard on that until we look up from whatever it is we're doing, and we realize, ah, it's 11 o'clock, we gotta go to bed. Um, we and- actually had to sort of um, pace ourselves with that because the first night we tried to get as much done as we could, we looked up and it was 2 a.m. on a work night. And honestly, we, we should have known because we were we were filling out this paperwork and we were at each other's throats. We were mm-hmm. arguing about what answers we wanted to put it, and not not civil discussions either. No. Like, like, why would we put this? Why are they asking this again? They've asked this question four times. Well, I was talking more about the arguments we had with each other about oh, how we wanted yeah, to answer. So we'll cut that. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you for you know contradicting what I said directly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. High five. <laughs> anyway um so we had to set some pretty strict bedtimes for ourselves yeah. um 
are what we really need to work on right now we um so as we record this we're planning for a trip for disney at the end of the week uh to celebrate my dad's 60th birthday mm-hmm. um our plan is we're, we're actually taking that monday after that weekend off one so that we can recuperate from uh doing a very compressed uh disney trip mm-hmm. um it's uh, two days total, I believe. Two days total, right. It's a half day on Friday, a full day on Saturday, a half day on Sunday, and then we fly back Sunday night. We get back into Raleigh at 1130. And so, we leave the house t- uh, on Friday at like 545. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we're not looking for that. Hopefully uh, Thursday night comes around and we're in bed by like 8. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be lovely? Oh, yeah super secret insight we're re-recording the first episode because the first recording was terribly boring and it's currently almost 10 o'clock on that thursday night yay surprise yay for spontaneous format changes <laughs> um so seriously a little goofy like, that might be why it is but I, I think i like the goofy feeling yeah. part of why we're re-recording this is that that the zeroth episode had like a fun banter to it yeah, and we really liked it, and the feedback we got was that it was great. And then we recorded this highly scripted episode one, and... It was terrible. Oh my god, it was boring. Like, we haven't even listened to it to begin post because we just couldn't do it. We recorded almost an hour and a half of audio, and it was just a lot of us talking into the microphone and it felt like a lecture and that we were preachy and it was all very blocky and very well scripted even like the even the 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 silly banter back and forth was very scripted and we would do multiple takes on it like the humor completely disappeared like ah it was horrible so we decided that we weren't going to do that this time we were just going to talk Mm-hmm. and um and we're rambling but that's cool because this is this is, this is actually a good segue um we do have as the few listeners who uh actually follow us on facebook and our and our our friends and family will know uh we have a facebook page now where we will be accepting f- feedback and requests and if there's something we talk about and you would like to know more about it feel free to go to facebook.com slash their two dads that's their th e-i-r number two d-a-d-s all one word all one word awesome no hyphens i think in that one some of them have hyphens some of them don't if we have to issue a correction we will if you if you try one and you get nothing or you get some like really scary website facebook page that turn run we are not operating that kind of enterprise here we promise this is safe for work um there's also an email address that you can leave us there's an email address it is again there two dads at gmail.com um and fair warning uh trolls will be kicked back under the bridge we won't be having any of that kind of hate um so those are just a couple ways to get in touch with us uh coming up soon mm-hmm. we we kind of like the way that cgp gray uh moderates his uh discussions about his videos and podcasts mm-hmm. um he has a subreddit dedicated to uh him I, not, that makes him sound kind of um narcissistic it's not devoted to him it's devoted to his work and it's a it's a public forum mm-hmm. um we're uh we're gonna get a twitter account yeah we're we're gonna be working on the social media thing uh in fact the subreddit has already been claimed but it is currently locked down until we can get everything set up right um we uh right now honestly to get our names out there we're really relying on our listeners to share us on facebook or Mm -hmm. word of mouth um 
honestly that we when we posted the last episode we were kind of floored by the response we got on facebook yeah. and we even had people who i wouldn't think would have listened to the podcast and gotten anything out of it share it with their friends saying you guys gotta check this out it's really cool and like that honestly i had some mixed feelings about whether i wanted to really dedicate a lot to this project or just kind of have mm-hmm. it as a side thing and and seeing that like that that gave me goosebumps. If I could for a moment, the thing that really floored me were um, some of the people I'd even forgotten I was friends with on Facebook. And I'm sorry if that offends anyone, but um, I'm sorry if I'd forgotten I was friends with you on Facebook and you didn't know. Anyway, uh, the people that I had completely forgotten about on Facebook that came back and were like, wow, this is kind of cool. Like, I can't wait for the next episode. So thank you all for your amazing support. And uh, we're hoping for more of that in the future. Hopefully we can keep your ears tuned in. We also have a cool contest going on for listeners of the Zeroth episode to count how many times Jesse would say something that he thought was (laughs) funny or quirky. And I responded with a very condescending, right. Guess the number (laughs) of gumballs in that jar and um, you'll get a personal hello. Right. (laughs) anyway um so uh moving on to the next segment um what has our life looked like this past week chaos yeah um i learned something about myself this past week i hate going into furniture stores it's awful it um we went to so uh this past weekend was labor day and we need to procure so we're getting licensed for two kids mm-hmm. um i don't know why at this point i'm doing the richard nixon thing with my hands you know what i'm saying when i say two and you know i'm not a crook um but i'm doing that and now i'm rambling get back on focus shane uh we're getting licensed for two kids which means that we need to have two beds mm-hmm. and we we currently have our bed and some dog beds so to preface this you of course have to have a place for kids to sleep you also need a place um for them to have privacy so it has to have a door and then you have to have like a place to put their clothes um it needs closet space closet space that's the word and it needs uh easy access to a bathroom yep so um we uh we have some furniture we need to get yeah we need to get um we're looking to just get like uh I don't want to say cheap because I don't want to sound like we're cheaping out, but we need to have economical options for beds and chest of drawers Mm -hmm. and nightstands. So we decided Labor Day sales would probably be the way to go. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) The first place we stopped was Rooms to Go. And um, uh, I'm I'm not turning this into a like an online review of the store but there was this one associate that worked there that ran into me like actually physically ran into me three times over the course of about 10 minutes and never said excuse me never said sorry never made eye contact with me and i was i was kind of enraged well um, we were already enraged we were already other kind reasons of enraged. we'll get into but... uh, <laughs> this is a very stressful process ladies and gentlemen <laughs> um so we wander over to the kids section and I mean, oh I mean, well, first of all, the moment you enter the store, 17 sales associates descend on you with dollar signs in their eyes. And 
the thing with furniture stores uh, that work on commission is that when you walk in, you have to be prepared for 17 people to descend on you and and start trying to find a way into your wallet. And I think that every time I go in, I forget that. And I immediately, like, I, I'm a very, I'm a laissez-faire consumer. I prefer to look around the store and if I have questions, approach somebody to ask. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. Let me take that back. If I have questions, I send Jesse to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So by the time we got to the kids section, we had had to walk from one side of the store to the other. And I was just so sick of it. And this poor lady that walked up to me and asked if there was anything to do. I think my eyes turned red and I grew fangs. And I was just like, no. <laughs> and, and there's a couple of problems here, right? So we're in a special situation. Here's the thing. We're in a unique situation, right? We are... First and foremost, the kind that aren't going to pigeonhole kids into gender roles. Take that how you will. That's just who we are. If we got a little boy and he wanted a cooking set, who cares? But beside that, we could get a sibling group. And that sibling group could be a boy and a girl. It could be two girls. It could be two boys. So we can't exactly... When when we walk into the, the the children's section of any furniture store and the options are, you know, princesses and, I don't know, some obviously boy thing, army men or whatever. Well, part of the hard part for us, too, was you walk in and the first thing that any salesperson walks up to you and says, are you shopping for a boy or for a girl? And it's like, we don't know. Well, why don't you know? Because we're fostering. Oh. Yeah, like, it's just, and it's awful. And you can go to the older kids section, and there will be options, but the price will jump from, like, $150 to 5 I'm just sort of pulling numbers out here. It's not like we're actually quoting prices, but you get the point. Like, Although we did walk to that one store, and they had the, the Star Wars beds. Oh, that was awesome. And they said that they can scale them up to a queen size, and we almost walked home with the Emperor's Chamber and the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, w- I was gunning for the X-Wing bed. Yeah, but that has a divider down it, and the dogs would have to fight over what side they were on. Yeah, and... but I get blankets every night. That's true. Anyway, um, so it it was, I never realized how going into this situation could be complicated by mm-hmm. the fact that we simply don't know what gender these children are going to be when they, when they arrive. Or even what age. Right. And so like, I, I don't want to get a princess canopy bed and end up with a 17 year old boy who gets into this strange house after being ripped away from his family and he looks down at the bed and goes well that's just freaking great yeah that would not make the first 72 hours palatable for anyone no and i i don't also want to just get a stark metal bed frame and and throw it down because i i really want to try to make the room nice I i want it to be a comfortable and safe space for them. Yeah. And let's be honest, too. Like, there's also the possibility we could get a girl, a six-year-old girl, who hates princesses. She would rather play with Barbies or something that's mm-hmm. decidedly not princesses. And the fact that she's got a Disney bed with, you know, some Disney character on it, she might hate that. So we can't make those choices this early. But we have to. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of interesting. We also, um, so we, we just had our, uh, jumping topics now. We just had our second home visit. Yep. Um. Went really well. It went very well. The, uh, our particular agency uses this home visit as the most 
in-depth interview you've ever Ooh. given in your life like we we had to give the interview separately we weren't allowed mm-hmm. to be in the room when the other person was giving it because they were going to ask questions about our relationship and see how we not like to try to trap us but to, to get different to, viewpoints yeah and and they they wanted honest answers and even if you're in a, a perfectly loving healthy relationship there are sometimes issues that are difficult to be honest with when your significant other is in the room with you yeah also i thought it was interesting that it turns out there were some innocuous things we answered differently like how we de-stress i think i said something about making a nice meal together to spend time together and you said i I need my own alone time away from everybody so so i think that really kind of helped us out too when we were um reviewing our answers that we'd given i don't know if we were supposed to do that but we definitely did um where sorry licensing agent if we weren't supposed to we totally did (laughs) sorry i mean right (laughs) um but i i I think we actually we learned some stuff about each other Mm -hmm. going over these answers like i i don't think i realized that i i think that everyone thinks like me so when jesse's stressed I try to give him space and alone time when it turns out what he really wants to do is get together and do something. Mm-hmm. And I'm the complete opposite. When I'm stressed out, I want to do nothing. I want to sit in a dark room and breathe for a while. If I'm feeling really adventurous, I'll break out a book. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and now that you mentioned it, I've seen you do that several times. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but we felt kind of guilty. Uh, just before our first home visit, we had pulled all of the stuff out of one of our bedrooms. Just to give you guys a clue, the first home visit is uh, purely so they can see the house. You know, what's At the... least for our agency. True, yeah. That's, that's a good caveat. Um, but for at least our agency, the first home visit is to see the house. Um, and to see you... In your house. In yeah. your house. But I mean, also not surrounded by 30 other people taking the classes right. with you. So like... What's the room like? Is it a warm, inviting home? Is there a yard for kids to play in? Is there... But that's not necessary. It's not necessary. No, just what's the home environment like? Mm -hmm. Um, And so just before this first home visit, we'd pulled everything out of our our back bedroom, the back spare room, uh, which we had been using as the dog's room. Their crates were in there and uh, the the craft table was in there. We had a bookshelf in there. Um, so we pulled all that out, and in our downstairs living room, we just have, I'm going to call it a wall of crap, yeah. um, because we haven't found a place for it yet. And um, it was there when our um, licensing agent came out the first time, and we didn't think to say too much about it, because, you know, honestly, we were in the process of moving stuff out. Mm-hmm. But when he came the second time, the wall of crap was still there. Actually, it had grown because we'd moved more stuff out of the room. Yep. And, you know, I, I was trying to apologize for it. And he said, you know, don't worry about it. We like to see stuff like this because it shows us you're really working towards mm-hmm. getting the house ready. Um. So we still there's still some stuff that's in that room. The closet is still full of stuff. We have to pull all of it out. Yeah. Um, but we've before realized the bed there's goes a, in. a chain of causality that has to happen before we'll even have the space to move the stuff out of that closet we have to have the stuff moved out of this closet so that closet can go into this closet to the blah 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 blah. right and then we right um and we haven't even gotten to the office yet where we have to take you know shelves off the walls we have our cello and mandolin are sitting on a a piece of oak Mm -hmm. wood um in that's drilled into the wall we have to do that hand stained oak it is hand stained oak we hand stained that ourselves um well, you did. That we're moving it downstairs. So honestly, I would say if you're getting into this process, probably before you get to the point that we're in, 
take inventory of everything in your house get rid of what you can get rid of Mm -hmm. and find new homes for what needs a home like honestly if anyone wants to help us come get rid of stuff what i i wouldn't call myself a pack rat but i would call myself a sentimentalist which i think is something that pack rats call themselves um (laughs) i um I'm trying to get myself to the point where I know that I haven't opened a box in 10 years. So if I haven't opened that box in 10 years, I obviously don't have a pressing need for whatever's in that box. Don't so, even need to open it. it I, well, I, I would like to open it because I don't know if there's something like yearbooks or something sentimental no, that like true. my grandmother gave me or something. Um, but I, I, I need somebody to come and sit with me and to hold up an item in the box and say, tell me exactly what you need this for. And if I can't give a good reason, I want them to throw it in a trash can. So if yeah. there's any volunteers for that, come over. We'll spend a weekend. I'll feed you. Um, Last time we made gourmet burgers. We did. So Jesse's parents got me the um, Bob's Burgers cookbook. Um, and Jesse got me a meat grinder for my birthday. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we ground our own meat and made the Hit Me With Your Best Shallot Burger. Oh, it was good. Which was probably the best burger I've ever had in my life. I don't know what you did to those shallots, but it had the shallots, it had arugula, it had goat cheese. So uh, episode two of this um, podcast is going to be food oriented? Yeah, it's going to be all about Bob's Burgers. (laughs) (laughs) So um, my big advice uh, for you is to, to steal yourself before you go... Mm-hmm. Uh, shopping for furniture for the kids if you have to shop for furniture for the kids it may turn out that we don't have to do as much shopping as we want because we have family and friends who are willing to donate mm-hmm. uh, furniture to us um, we already actually have several friends who have offered several pieces of furniture that we're probably going to take mm-hmm. um, but but be prepared for being asked a lot of questions that you are going to have to say i don't know yeah too. and that's um, okay and that and it really is okay now you could also be going into the foster or adoption process saying i want a girl or girls between the ages of six and ten and if that's the case then you know who you're shopping for um yeah and and that and, and that's great too um but i think it also um I would say especially not not necessarily for the commission-based salespeople, um, but for when you go into um, some stores and there's two dudes walking in saying, we're beginning the foster care process, you do get some people that kind of look at you and go, oh. Yeah, it's, and it's not fun. That, that's a little tricky to deal with. And I, I don't think that... like. I was already stressed out enough as it was when we went mm-hmm. in. I think that was the second store that we went into. Um, the lady said, let me show you what we have. And she started walking and she says, so what do you need? And I said, well, I think Jesse said, well, we're starting the foster process and we need to get beds for the children. She said, oh, the children's beds are back in that corner. And she just turned and walked. Yeah. And it was like. It's it's weird because like you'd think. Hey, we're going to make, yeah. make money off of this. Personal stuff aside, these people need to come in and buy two bed sets, essentially. That's, like, a lot of money. Which, I think, honestly, what I'm looking for, the big thing I'm looking for is to give, like, a nice warm touch to the kids' rooms. And in the end, for me, it might end up working better to just say, well, 
will have a nice comfortable bed that they can sleep in. They're probably not going to be too worried about that in the first 72 hours anyway. If you're a foster parent, please let me know if that's the case. Um, and then giving them the option to personalize it later and say, you know, here's your budget. You know, we can get you a new bed, but it can only be this much. And it's going to be like maybe a month or whatever. Well, one of the, the difficulties that might come from that is if they only stay with us for a few months or a year. That's true. When they move out. Are the choices that they made going to fit the next child that comes into the house? Which it might or it might not. Now, That's if true. you if you do like that idea, though, I mean, there are there are places that you can go to get beds and bed frames that aren't uh, new stores. There are definitely like Goodwill, mm-hmm. um, Salvation Army, and places like that that do have these bed frames. Uh, when we were at Goodwill, actually looking for the stuff for our sound panels, which should be up by our next recording, and there shouldn't be this like oh, weird live sound. Hopefully, um, <laughs> knock on wood. No, don't. It sounds too live. Um, <laughs> um, when we were there, they they did have some uh, bed frames that I was looking at, but the smallest size they had was a queen at the M- time. Mom and Dad, if you're listening, they're exactly the kind that we have from the grandmothers in the attic. Yes, we will probably get those out of your attic before we go to Goodwill for them, but. That being said, um, really make use of the resources that you have that your yeah. friends and family are willing to give you. And I feel like that's going to be a lesson that we're going to learn over, over and, and over, over again. And I feel like each time that we learn them, we're going to share them with you, our dear listeners. Yep. Um, so uh, I guess looking forward to the next week, let's just go over some of the things we have to get done. Um So that maybe we can sort of preview the next episode. Okay. We have about... 80 million things to do. Say, <laughs> so, I think we have five forms that we need to fill out. Yep, that's just from the homework. Um, we also have to get fingerprinted, so that should be Monday. Our appointments are essentially at the same time. We get to go to the prison to have that done. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Very exciting. We have two more classes, of course, mm-hmm. uh, this week. Um, we have the Disney trip, which is going to throw a wrench in everything as if the whole licensing process so far wasn't a giant wrench. Right. So I, I think um, when um, when this finally goes live, we'll probably be in a plane over Georgia. Yeah, which will be really stressful because it's the second episode and I'll probably hit the airport and hit the hotspot and be like, is it live? Is it working? Uh, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, and hopefully we're going to get some work done on the house uh yeah which we will provide updates for as they kind of come along um though i think our only free day to do that during the week will be wednesday so and monday true we've got a couple of things we need to do with paperwork but we might find time for that Mm -hmm. yeah um so uh join us next week where we will start discussing all sorts of new fun and interesting topics we don't know what they are yet but um we we are still getting used to this making notes at this point it might be an interview who knows who knows we'll see yeah anyway uh thanks again for listening please don't forget to subscribe and share and make sure to leave any feedback on uh facebook.com slash their two dads or you could leave uh feedback at their the number two dads at gmail.com and uh since we asked them for money earlier in the episode i think it's only fair to say to uh um as they say in the hometown of hank and john green don't forget to be awesome or, you know, something. Yeah, we'll we get can't there. end on that, though. No, we'll, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. End of episode.
Their Two Dads is hosted by Jesse and Shane, produced by Jesse, creative direction by Shane. Special thanks this week goes to uh, everyone who shared and liked and subscribed to our podcast. This is uh, the first time that we've ever done a project like this, and we have absolutely no idea what we're doing. So your continued support and feedback means the world to us. Um, Special thanks also to the Vlog Brothers. You know, just in case. You never know. End of special thanks.